Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Hey, what's going on? This is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR slash Service Marketing Podcast. It is a beautiful December 9th here in Southern California. Supposed to be a balmy 73 degrees, clear, abundant sunshine. If it's not the same where you're at, sucks balls for you. Sorry to be so direct. Hey, hop on a plane, hop on a train, hop on a trailways bus, whatever it takes, tricycle. Leave where you're at. Travel. I'm telling you, it's, you know, we make our own bed. Sleeping dogs lie where they lie, right? Am I calling you a dog? That's for you to decide. So how you been? How was your week? Um, we had a good week here. Um, busy. Lots of uh, big smashes, which was good because big smashes pay big dollars typically. Although I did misquote one on a Honda Odyssey, which I regretted. And I glue pulled and pulled some paint. So yes, factory Honda paint, which I should have observed much closer because I think probably on this double body line on the lift gate, it was probably already fractured. So poo on me. Should know better after 30 years, but hey, shocking I'm not perfect, but close. No, not even not even in the same football arena. Um, bunch of bumpers, two-party repairs, three parties, um, a few doortings. I lost out on a lot of doorting estimates because there are people out here who have no problem doing $50 dents. I do, um, and it doesn't matter to me. My time's not really worth it. By the time I set up on a Range Rover to do a you know, $300 dent or $400 dent, we could have doubled that. And if somebody else wants to do 50 bucks, hey, party on, bro. Um, I don't hate on somebody else, you know. I mean, it's sad that they are they don't understand their worth, but at the same time, I don't hate on anybody making money. You know, we all got to eat, right? Um, Porsche Resto news, in case you're into it. Uh, the 67 is almost ready to fire up. Head over to... Uh, I think it's Outlaw 912, my son's Instagram, Porsche Outlaw. It's Outlaw, I think it's 912 Outlaw. There it is. Um, Polo Red uh, 912, getting really close, which is exciting. That thing's been going for about nine months now, so it'll be nice to get that thing. I think February will be a year, so we're, uh, we're hoping to get that thing rocking and rolling soon. There's just so many moving parts and bits and pieces. Wholesale, uh, wholesale uh, restoration is not... Not for the faint of heart, but anyway. Uh, but no, good week. Met a lot of cool people, a lot of friendly people. Um, yeah, man, it's it's just been good. Very uh, excited um, to uh, to get through the week, man. It was it was something else, and we're not done yet. We've got a ram uh, here that's that we're gonna finish up. I did a it's a two part. Lower part of the bedside is gonna be paint and body. Upper part was PDR, saving him from having to respray the entire bedside preserving the value and then uh what else we might have a nissan cube i say might because i don't you know it's a pretty big smash in the door and i quote it around a g but i could tell these people were going to shop me which is fine um and i happen to have a competitor in the area who's getting, starting to get better at bigger smashes now and he has no problem i don't want to say whoring out but he's definitely not charging his worth which is it's unfortunate for him and the local market, but hey, it is what it is. So if I lose it, I lose it. It's not that big of a deal. We're pretty slammed today regardless. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's market. That's the market. I'm telling you right now. If you guys want to see what stuff will, will, what prices you can charge, I mean, head over to Paul Corden's page on Facebook. Uh, man, his there were some warranty dents in there that were you would think they would have been two, three hundred dollars, and they're they're in the four figures, which is just you know if you know how to systematize and productize and all the eyes. You can you can make some pretty damn good money. That was through warranties. I mean, debt warranties. These people will pay the money. So a lot of times, not all of them. There's a few that won't. But the money is there. You just need to to demonstrate the value, you know. And I, I'm not going to make this episode about about pricing and estimating. Um, but nonetheless, it, it's so many people. So many so many dent techs don't know how to do it. So many people in other businesses don't know how to do it. Right. So anywho. Um, that little chime you heard, that's, uh, I've been using Instacart lately. I don't know if you guys ever do that. It saves me so much time. My wife doesn't like it, but at the same time, is it worth saving 20 bucks and have her go out and spend her time? No, it's not. And I don't think, she likes to go to certain stores, but I don't think that Pavilions or Albertsons is her passion, you know, and she just, I don't know. Some people don't get it. It's like, buy back your time. For 20 bucks, let somebody else go out there and slap and put stuff in a, in a cart and drop it at our front door. Slap on the ass. Thank you very much. Have a great day, right? All right. So anyway, uh, listener mailbag. Um, there's a couple guys here I want to talk about. I believe they're guys. First one is dealer keeps giving work to others. What should I do? That's a tough one. You know, first of all, it goes back to sleeping dogs. You decided to lay lay down with that dealer, right? And, you know, you can try to, to brand up a little bit and diversify into that dealership. But if that guy or gal wants to, to spoon off some work to other people, it, it is what it is. You know, I mean, if you want to put your foot down and say, hey, I'm giving you great prices because I thought I had exclusive offer for this for your lot. You can try that. Be willing to lose it, though. You know, how much do they love you? What have you done to really entrench yourself? Have you saved a couple cars where where they, the sale wasn't going to go through unless you were there? Have you come on the weekends? Does the service drive freaking love you? Do they even know your first name? I've had so many dealers where I was Dent Guy or Spike because my hair was spiky back in the day. They didn't know my name was Brian, you know, dent guy. That's all they knew, you know, why? Because I, I didn't really brand myself deeper. You know, that's on me, not on them. That's just, just the nature of the beast. And when it comes to dealers, I mean, on the food chain, guys, we're near the bottom. They can sell cars with or without us. Can they sell them for as much money? No. Are some cars not going to sell without our services? No. But a major- 98% are. So, so what's the big deal, Emilio? Right? Get it done. So, anywho. Um, I'm going to make a quick note. Almost forgot to do something today. Done. Okay. So anywho, um, oh yeah, you know what? One more. Sorry guys. If I don't write it down, I forget it. That's what happens when you're old. Um, all right. So yeah, dealer keeps giving work to others. Like I said, I mean, you know, man up. Or, or get out. I mean, it's just, there's not much else you can really do. You can either put your foot down and say, hey, I'm I'm giving you prices for exclusivity. You know, if, if we're going to share, it's no big deal, but I got to charge X if I'm going to be sharing the lot. That's basically the card you can play, you know. And what you really should be thinking about is how can I control my, my client flow? You know, wholesale, you can, but you need to have, you need to have so many eggs in that basket. If one of them falls out and breaks, you don't give a shit. In other words, if you lose the dealer, right? Who gives a crap? All right. So, but thank you for, for reaching out. Good luck with that. Follow up. Let's let us know how it goes. Or if you don't have the balls to make, make a change. Um, 
fired from a, de a dealer detail group, no reason why. So what this person's saying, th this is somebody who I know personally here in SoCal. Um, he, he was basically asked to leave and not do any more work for this. Uh, sometimes they package up uh, dent removal and other recon services with the detail companies. And it goes back to you're, you put yourself in that situation. You said, I'm going to suck off the teat, you know, three layers. I'm not even servicing the dealer. I'm, I'm basically just a, a, a dude, you know. And I, like I said, some, some stores, I mean, that's what they want to do. They just they don't even want to hassle with recon and detailing. They farm that off. They focus on inventory and, and what do you call it, advertising and getting, getting people there to, to turn, turn the cars over and sell them, you know, and, and – in short aging, like 14 days instead of 60, 90 days, right? And and really the time value of money. That's what the, that's what a lot of these and I you can't blame them. That's that's what they probably should be focusing on. But at the same time, this incestuous package recon program never really truly works. And if any of these, a lot of the guys who really look at it closely, they they realize that. But that's not what the question's about. It's not about how to make that work. You could you could do it yourself. That's one. That's one card you can play there. If you got fired, why, why don't you go do your own recon package? I knew a dude that, that did it. Lived in a motorhome on the lot of one of his dealerships to save money, not because he was some homeless dude. Did that for 18 months. Saved up enough money, bought a house in Malibu. Yeah, you heard me right. And unfortunately, he lost it two years ago in the fires. But insurance claim paid him off. 2.8 million dollars later, he bought himself another house. Okay, so how do you do that? Yeah, recon, recon packaging. Do you want to do it? I, I've tried it. I've been there. I'm not, I can talk from experience. I don't like the arrangement. Like I said, it's, it sucks for both ends. It's not efficient. It's not a good business model, but it's attractive to some people. So regardless of being good or bad business, some people will do it. You see examples like that throughout the marketplace in so many different verticals. But anyway, so what do you do? You either go out and get another, Go out and get another account. They're out there. You just need to go out and market yourself. Or you cross over and get start weaning yourself out of wholesale. There's there's good and bad in wholesale. And I don't hate on anybody that's doing it. I mean, we do, excuse me, we do a little bit of it. But me personally, I hardly do any of it. I've got, I got a couple guys that work for me that do it. But, and we have dealer accounts. But we just, it's the same old, same old. You know, management gets blown out. You got a new guy coming in. You got to kiss his ass, suck up the tea to that one. Hopefully you don't get dropped. He doesn't bring his own boys in. On and on and on. It's just like the only good thing about wholesale, honestly, is that you show up and the work's there for you. You don't have to market for it. Okay, you just show up. You can be lazy, you know, half half freaking hungover. Put your 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 earbuds in and, and listen to your freaking podcast, me, hopefully, and and get to work. Start pushing out your metal and go home. You know, make your five hundred to eight hundred dollars a day or whatever it is. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I get what wholesale provides, but it goes back to I think people should do um, should do something different. You know, I mean that that's or diversify. So that that's kind of what I'm saying. But anyway, that's my Instacart guy. Let me know he's shopping for me. Um, thank you. What's your name here, Johnny? Um, okay, so last question. Interior Tech wants to scale, possibly go into PDR. And you know why he wants to, because it's pretty hard to scale as an interior tech. You, you are pretty much not going to do retail interior repair. If you do that, what is it called? It's called upholsterer, upholstery, or whatever, however you want to say it. You're going to be an upholsterer, or you're going to be doing upholstery. There's not enough work on the retail market to go out and do seat repairs. I mean, there is, but it's pretty hard to find. 
you'd have to really go out and, get, and be a really good marker to go out and do armrest and, and dash repairs and, and carpet burns and velour, blah, blah, blah. You're going you're gonna to be more asked to do, you know, bolster replacements and in, interior reupholstery, you know, for restorations like, like we're doing for the, the 67911, you know, that kind of stuff, you know. So, so this individual's figured this out. So he's like, hey, I'm thinking about getting into PDR, you know, and, and his main thing was he's in, he's in Southern California and there's a shit ton of competition, just like there's Florida and a lot of other places now. Welcome to 2023, 24. You know, can I, you know, is it worth it? There's like, you know, a dude in every dealership. Yeah, no shit. You know, like, like we just talked about, you know, is there enough work out there? Yeah. Yeah, there is. There's retail, there's wholesale, there's auctions, there's warranty work. Guys, there's a lot more warranty at work out there than you'd imagine. There are some people making livings. We had, we had uh, um, what's his face? 1-800, sorry. 1-800-DENT-DOC, he was on here. And uh, he was talking about, Craig, Craig Hunter, was talking about how much work, he's got some guys that make a living just off of doing warranties. Okay, and, the, and it can pay good. Like I talked about Paul Corden, go check out his group and see how guys are spending, th- they're getting paid thousands of dollars for a single repair through dent warranties. So that, that's growing because they're selling the shit out of them, which is good, by the way, because it lets people know about, it spreads the gospel indirectly about paintless dent repair. If you've ever wondered how are so many people learning about it, it's not just because of a bunch of retail people like us that are doing it. It's all kinds of facets. And the dealers are the ones that are indirectly marketing for us. Thank you very much. And they're not doing it for us, by the way. It's just a byproduct. It's excrement out the back end of the BH of a dealership. But you know what? That's poo that helps us all out. So celebrate the poo from a dealer. Okay. A poo celebration. So yeah. So don't just focus. If you're thinking about, you know, broadening your your recon and you're going from interior to PDR, don't just worry that, that there's too many guys at, at dealers. I mean, there's so many other ways to slice it up, my friend. You know, retail, like I said, rentals, auctions, warranty. And uh, it just comes down to your marketing. Pr- pretty much what the this podcast is about, right? It's about marketing. There, guys, I mean, aside from your health, I would say marketing is number two. Oh, man, but I, I think I need to be the best tech. I need to have the prettiest. No, you don't. No, you don't. You can be a freaking hack and make an exceptional living. Exceptional. You really can't. I, I wish that wasn't true, but it is true. I've seen it. seen it with my own eyes. Your marketing is the key. Okay, so moving on. Today's podcast episode is about how to bag $5 million in 24 months. Let's make 5 mil in 24 months. Okay? Yeah, it is doable. Okay, that's hauling ass, by the way. That is some ass be hauling. That's a 70s saying, by the way. Yes, I'm dating myself. Hauling ass. I mean, I don't even know. Keep on trucking. There was a bunch of 70s sayings. But uh, I, I wish I could tell you where it came from. You know? But anywho. All right. So here's the playbook. With with variables, by the way. <coughs> Pardon me. Okay. So what skills do you possess? You know? what Are you possessed? You know? Like exorcist? Are you, What skills do you possess in your current business that are not being leveraged or utilized? Okay, because I don't care if you're a dent tech or you're a plumber, hairstylist, which I'm going to go into all three of those in a little bit. You know, are you utilizing all of your attributes and your powers, your superpowers? No, you're probably not. 90, 99% of us aren't using our full brain, if you will, right? We're not using all of our powers. We're using our pinky. And we're making a living off of it, but we could be doing damn more. 
And yeah, it's important. You could be using the extra money to help put little Timmy, you know, through college or or have that $10,000 vacation once a year or twice a year, you know? Hey, well, you know, we're thinking about going to Europe, you know, but I don't want to do it on a shoestring budget. You're right. You should be flying first class. You should be staying at the nicest restaurants at the top of the, uh, what is it, the Eiffel Tower and all that and da-da-da-da. But that doesn't happen on its own. You got you to make chess moves, my friend. So this is a big chess episode. Okay, so what's your current ceiling? And let's even wind it back a little bit. The, pro- the problem is the opportunity vehicle, okay, what you are encompassed in, you're boxed in. The opportunity vehicle is weak. What I'm saying is let's, let's, we'll go through this, all right? Let's, let's, we're going to talk about the ceiling, how you're kind of capped off, and you allow it, and I allow it. Okay, so it, it's just a, it's a matter of thinking, right? It's, it's, a, it's a change of beliefs and then strategy. Hairstylist, okay, every hairstylist, ha, you know, has a, a ceiling. I don't care if you're a barber, a colorist, you do extensions, whatever, okay? Look at what Paul Mitchell did and his partner. Not a lover, just a business partner. Um, not that it matters, and we're equal opportunity here, and we love everyone. Okay, so he, he diversified into products, okay? And, and made billions, okay? So he just didn't think, okay, I'm just going to be a stylist, you know, and I'm going to cut hair, blah, blah, blah. You know, he, he thought, okay, you know what, man, I'm, I'm capping out at whatever it was back then, five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand. Okay, I can't make more than that. And nowadays, we're in Southern California, if you want to buy a house, I think the entry-level income is like two twelve, two dollars $212,000 a year, guys. That's a fuck ton of money. Go on Indeed and try to find a job that's going to start out at $200,000 a year. Good luck. So this is important. We're not going to wait for some knight in shining armor or a cash angel to come drop a lotto ticket, a winning lotto ticket, right? We got, we got to make this shit on our own. All right, so what's your ceiling? If you're a hairstylist and, and, and you're in the chair, you, can only, you have time and labor constraints. Those are your constraints. So, but go look at it on Amazon. See how many hair products are selling over $100,000 a month. And I'm not talking Paul Mitchell or big brands. I'm talking no name, no brand. Okay. Or let's say you don't want to do products. Let's say you want to do a chain of salons because your constraint is labor. So you add more labor. Your constraint is your physical, physical uh, location. You add more locations. Look at what Sola Salons did, right? They, they put together cheap little freaking cubicle divided little office buildings or, you know, single, single floor, whatever. And then they started stuffing in uh, stylus and they don't even, they're not even their stylus. They're just subletting, which is even better, man. You don't even have to dick around with, with uh, issues or whatever else, but, or you could run your own salon and just run out the chairs, you know, have a generic name and da da da. And there's a lot of different ways to remove those constraints as a stylist. Okay. Number two, plumber, a plumber only has so many hours can only go to so many houses or, or businesses. So there's this ceiling, location and labor, right? Once again, sounds familiar, doesn't it? Okay, more trucks is one option with more techs. I've got a plumber here in our complex. It's about four doors down. We're good friends. I've utilized him many a time. Uh, Abe's his name. Um, his company is called I Got Plumbing. If you want to look him up, great guy. Right now, I think he's got three or four trucks. They're, they're bustling. If he wanted to do more, he could do more. So... Wow, sorry, I got a little little text there, little text. Um, oh my gosh. 
Um, all right, so moving on. Um, bup, 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 bup. Let's see, plumber, more trucks. What else could he do? He could develop more special products, a special product, not even more. Um, I've seen guys that sell faucets and whatever that uh, make millions or billions even, just coming up with a product. He's out there in the front lines. I'm sure he sees things with other plumbers or he could develop and do really well with. Does he want to do it? I don't know, but that's a way to break the constraints to, to improve on his opportunity vehicle. Okay, so the next one, PDR tech, paintless dent repair tech, what I happen to be and what some, a lot of people listen to this podcast are or uh, have the ambitions to be. Okay, so how do you break the ceiling of a PDR tech? It's the same damn constraints. I only have so many, so many hours in a day and I only have so much physical space. And we added more space to get to be able to take on more business, right? Which has helped us. And we do have more techs that help us out as well. But we need to open up more locations. So more techs, or we could do more mobile, which we're talking about doing mobile for our, our bumper repair. We're going to possibly test out a couple mobile paint vans. Or we do shops. Now, what about products? Yep. And I used to do products. I used to sell a lot of tools. It just became too cumbersome, too much of a hassle. China came in. And I'm just like, you know what? Nah, I don't want to do the tool thing. Basically, when I, I like service. It seems to be a little less... Uh, Time intensive, the profit margins are definitely there, and the growth is there. So we're going to probably add more locations, more techs, and break break the constraints that we have and improve on our opportunity vehicle, okay? So now, how I had an interview. I talked to a gentleman, um, PDR Tech, and he shared with me how he grew basically in about two years from $200,000 a year to $5 million. And here's and technically it was 22 months, I think he said. So here's the outline, okay? Paintless Dent Repair Tech only has so many, uh, you know, hours in the day, can only serve so many people, and he was maxed out around $200,000 with this current business. But one of his clients had a body shop, and he said, you know, I'm, you know, boomer, I'm getting ready to retire. My my kids don't want to do this. Would you be interested? He says, yeah. So he bought the body shop, okay, because he knew the shop was busy. All right, he uh, was a 60% uh, had a he was 60% owner. Had a partner come in, and the owner carried. In other words, he finance he self financed it. I forget how much he had to put down, but it wasn't a lot. It was like 20 grand or something. Okay, and he's making payments back to the guy. The guy gets to sale off, gets you know $10,000 a month or $20,000 a month payment, whatever it was. I think he told me, but I forgot. Um, but here's the key: because this guy had had the skills. Right, we talked about it. He's got those skills that he possessed, but he couldn't leverage very well as a tech. He used those same selling skills and added a couple of dealers and some fleet customers to the body shop. That the, the the older body man was just cruising. He didn't care. He was happy with what he had. They added forty percent net in I think it was three months. The guy walked in a couple of dealers he knew he had relationships with, and one freshie that he didn't. Okay, boosted the the revenue huge, and Sold it in 18 months for 5.25 million. Okay, that's pretty strong. Okay, he got 65% of that five point. So he technically didn't get five million. He got three and change, I think it was. Um, but he got the majority, even though he had a partner, because he's the one that brought in the new business. That was the agreement they had. Okay, he actually had the the better skill um, skill set than the other. The other individual was just basically a silent partner. So. So maybe you don't have a body shop that you can buy, okay? Maybe you're not, yeah, you know, a relationship or whatever. 
Now, it doesn't mean they're not out there. They are, and they sell all the time. But typically what happens is big box body shops buy up little bo body shops because they realize the potential, and they can leverage it just like this individual did. It doesn't, dude, they're bros. There are opportunities, I guarantee, across the United States, probably even Canada, that right now you could go on body or body shop and do something similar to this. It doesn't mean you can't be done. For sure it can be done. Are you willing to go through the legwork? I don't know. That's up to you. But just in case you're not, here's five alternative ideas for those that, that want to level up. Maybe they don't need to make 3.5 or $7 million in, in 18 months or whatever, but they want to they want to make more money than they're making now, right? Because they want to buy a house, let's say, and they're not making $212,000 a year, okay, which is crazy. But it is what it is, right? It's just the, the, the global market we live in. So let's say you want to do Turo. Okay, I have a friend of the family who's doing this out in Florida, and he's making an approximately $40,000 net a month, okay? Five rentals will probably get you to write, write around ten grand a month, you know, depending upon the models and what you're going to do and all that. Okay, it just really depends. So you could be doing Turo, okay? Or you could add an additional service to your to whatever it is you're currently doing. Let's say let's say you're in you're a dent tech like like I am, and let's say you you want to add five thousand dollars a month more business. That's twelve fifty a week. That's not a lot. That's sixty thousand dollars a year. You could do add bumpers in. You could add PPF, ceramic. Car flips. I mean, there's so many color change wraps, car graphics, you know, uh, blackout uh, treatments. I get guys that they're buying new cars all the time and they hate chrome. And the manufacturers still haven't figured out that chrome's not in style. Chrome trim. People want black, you know, like kind of like the 80s or whatever. So these are just ways that, if you, especially if you're obviously in our industry, the auto body industry, you know, auto recon, I should say, you know, those, what I say, those one, two, three, four, five, six ideas, they can easily add $5,000 a month to your, your current mix. And that's an extra 60,000. Let's say you're making 150. Now you're, now you're in the, the house purchase range, right? You could definitely do it. There's just so many different ways, but at the end of the day, you need to identify there's a problem, there's a constraint and you need to go attack it. That's it. And be willing to, to fail. Who gives a shit? You know, do you really care what other people think? Because that's usually what the reason is. Or you can't deal with it internally failing. Well, you know what? It's the old Einstein, not Einstein, um, Edison principle where he did like 900 iterations of the light bulb until he finally hit it. I don't think he really was crushed when he didn't, didn't win it right out of the gate. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Just who cares about failure? That's it. So anyway, that's what we got, guys. That's your $5 million gross, I should say. In, in 24 months playbook. Um, I appreciate the listener mailbag. Um, keep, uh, keep hitting me up if I can help you out. 949-302-3464 or catch us on the, on the gram at Dentco PDR. Um, and that's it. Have yourself a great weekend. Have a great week. We're going to take the family to uh, Top Golf tomorrow. And uh, that's going to be like our little holiday uh, get together with the, with the fam. Uh, the extended family. We'll still have our regular holiday stuff coming up in a couple weeks. But uh, don't blink, man, because it's going to get here, and then pretty soon it's going to be 2024. And we'll talk about our year-end recap and, and how you can grow your business even better in 24 and, and what to look for. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about AI, too. I mean, it's not some buzzword. It's actually out there to help you. I hope you're looking into it. I Last thing I'll leave you guys with, there's a new uh, paid service with, Ch with uh, ChatGPT4. Um, some people call it Turbo, whatever. You can put it on your phone. There's a phone app where you can literally have a conversation. Say, hey, I, I want to talk about blah, blah, blah. And you can literally banter back and forth with, uh, with basically a supercomputer that will help 
help give you ideas and help polish some of your thoughts. It's pretty badass and it's $20 a month, guys. $20 a month to have access to this supercomputer. I mean, one small little thing can, can pay for that for years to come. You know, some great idea. Um, so anyway, I, I recommend you look into that. Just playing, I mean, just playing around with, with ChatGPT or uh, what do you call it? Google's got, they got Bard, but they got a brand, a Gemini, I think it's called. And then Microsoft has theirs. Um, there's so many now that are coming out. Most of them are free. Um, I, I definitely recommend you look into it and just start throwing questions and realize the, the strengths and limitations of it. It's all about the, they, they don't even call them questions anymore. They call them prompts. It's all about getting the right prompts together. So anyway, we'll talk about that. I, I, I tend to kind of geek out on this stuff. Anything I can use as an advantage, and I'll tell you right now, I'll, I'll leave with this. If you're not going to utilize AI, okay, your competitors are. And guess what that means? They're going to be using supercomputers to pass you. And here you are in the sandbox playing with a, you know, a, a Tonka toy, you know. So I don't know, man. I, I think it's time to, to level up. So anyway, I leave you with that. Love you guys. Appreciate your time, your ears. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. And we'll catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar Service Marketing Podcast. Bye-bye for now.